You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe. And worldwide on IRLoneStar.com. All right, welcome to Lone Star Community Radio with Mornings of Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com, broadcasting live from the downtown Conroe studios on our YouTube, Facebook, and of course, IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. This is going to be our episode two of Mornings of Lone Star with our new format. And we have Happy Days. The Cats of Happy Days is in the studio throughout the next hour, swapping and talking and all that kind of stuff. Don't forget, you can get your tickets at OwenTheater.com. And it premieres tomorrow night. Right, uh, no, we got friends and family night tonight. So well, you can't. I'll bet not allowed to talk about that. Well, but we welcome got, to more. We got three listeners who, you know, we're not going to sell out tonight. That's true. So. Well, you never know. You never you know. You never know. You tell enough people, and they you say free. My but, favorite uh, color. No, okay. One thing I have to ask, and this is going to be a question for all the cast, is how insane is it to listen to this song over and over and over and over? Oh, my God. Like, I can't imagine sitting there after, like, the first week going, oh, no, I'm over, <laughs> well, I'm over. For, Fortunately, it's rarely sung in the show. Really? Yeah. yeah. There, there are many other songs in there. Okay. Wasn't well, the opening song this song? It has to be. It builds mm-hmm. into it. It's uh, called a Resolve. It resolves into the song. Okay. So, and, you know, uh, Paul Williams did the music on this. Uh, Paul Williams, who... Uh, won multiple awards, and the last A Star Is Born they had, you know, with Barbara Streisand, he wrote yeah, the, he Chris Christopherson, yeah, yeah, he wrote Evergreen, and he was also in Phantom of the Paradise, which is the most acid trippiest version of Phantom of the Opera ever, ever, huh? Ever Phantom of the okay. Paradise, check it out. Okay. Well, well good cool. morning, Dick. Good I morning. Miss I, I miss my Dick. Yeah. <laughs> it's good to see you, man. Yeah, I've been dickless. I know for you've the been you've been working hard week. for the. Uh, for the happy days. That's right. And so it's going to be running for the next four weeks or three weeks? Three. Three, three weeks. But on the third weekend, there's going to be a Thursday night performance, too. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And we're also going to have a special understudy night Ooh. where the understudies are going to take over. It's going to be a, uh, a Wednesday evening, and we'll talk about it when we get closer to it. But the understudies are going to step up. And so That's cool. Like a lot of the, the stars, they're going, to have, they're going to be relegated to do the, the scut work. That, that, as everyone yeah, should. That's right. You have to start somewhere. You got to yeah. start somewhere. So uh, Happy Days, from what I understand, we kind of talked about it before, but it's basically based off of the audience who you go, like say you buy a ticket to go to the own theater, you're part of a live studio audience as if you're watching a taping of Happy Days. That's our conceit. That's what we wanted to do. I directed this show many, many, many years ago, like when it first came out, and it was pre- it was straightforward. <clears throat> this one, I thought, because uh, my assistant director, John Barton, who is like this total rock, he... Hey, I'm going to ask you a favor. You cannot give anyone compliments that's in the studio or anyone that's involved. Because we know everyone's awesome. Everyone's a great actor. Well, not great. everyone, but so. you know, there are a few. How many, act- how many cast do I have? 24? Uh, I'm, working, I'm working with 22 of the best actors I've ever seen. Aww. So you say that and the... the you know, who's, who's, now, now it's going to get cutthroat. I know, right? Tonight. <laughs> who's the two? Getting down and dirty tonight. So... Okay, but anyhow, uh, so the conceit that we came up with was to turn it into like a live taping. We're going to have a fake TV camera there, uh, and the set is set up to almost like a sitcom set. Uh, if you remember, because remember the first uh, season of Happy Days, they it was a do single you, camera deal. Do you have that studio. annoying like uh, off air bell? Oh, you know it. <laughs> well, yeah, we have a light. I uh, don't have the bell. No, no bell, but we have the light, and we have an applause sign in case we have lazy audience members. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'm not very bright. Yeah. You can't really eat. Can you trust an audience today to really get what's going on? Well, it's our job to make them get it. Yeah. You know, that's we, why you have an applause sign. Well, it's part of the gag. Okay. Because without the applause sign, you wouldn't be part of a live studio audience. Yeah. We even have the, the pre show announcement Happy Day. It's filmed before a live studio audience. And do you have anyone that goes out to like acknowledge the crowd? I was thinking about it. Mm-hmm. You know, usually you have your, your person who uh, warms up the audience. You know, they usually on sitcoms, they would get a stand up comedian to go out like half an yeah. hour before and warm up the audience. Uh, well, we're not doing that. Uh, we don't want to ruin it. No, we don't, don't know what we're going to do. Yeah, come, come, come see and find out. There you go. Yeah. So we have two people sitting with us. We have an open seat over here if anyone wants to sit over here. Do Lord of the Flies. We got three people oh. in one chair. Go for it. Lizzie's coming. Okay, we got more. Okay. Well, we have so many people coming. Yeah, we're, we're going to rotate gonna, through. I tried like, saying only three, only three, but no, they wouldn't do it. No. <laughs> Not good listeners. Well, because you don't, you don't, you do the two rule. You're like, oh, there's two of you all that aren't very good. Well, we got, uh, <clears throat> yeah, we got varying levels of talent here, so we're good. <laughs> Okay, oh, so so tell me who is at the table right now. Who's well, I'm going to let them introduce themselves. So first, I got Richie. Richie Cunningham. Uh, uh, my name is Derek Greenbank. Um, I go to the Huntsville High School. Cool. That's pretty much. It. Well, yeah, yeah, you see it. Very cool. <laughs> so I, I Richie, gotta, Richie's the the, the the character name. Yes. Okay. He's Richie Cunningham, aka Ron Howard. Okay, Ron Howard's yeah. character. Okay, cool. <clears throat> then All I got right. Matt Waring to my right. Matt. I'm Potsy Weber, and. Who's Potsy? Potsy is basically like the character that is like a like trying to pick up any every girl there, but not that very good at it. Okay, so he's like, is he Fonz's friend or something? He's Richie's friend. Richie's friend. Yeah, you have okay. the top three. You had like the three Musketeers were Richie, Potsy, and Ralph. Ralph. Okay. Hans. All right. Cool. And then who's to your left? My name Got is Marissa. My name is Marissa Roberts. I am playing Ensemble. Mm-hmm. Was that? Is that? Who's that? Uh, I'm the characters, and I'm one of the characters in the background that sings and dances to back up everyone else. That's what okay. Ensemble does. So, so this is going to be a big production. Yeah, we got, what, like 20 cast members? 20, yeah. Whereabouts? Now, are you hanging out at the... Because I don't really know too much about Happy Days. I know visually, like, I know what the Fonz looks like. I know they hung out, like, at a soda pop shop kind of thing. Arnold's. Yeah, I remember that. And then that's about it. Like, I have no idea what kind of person Richie's supposed to be. I don't know who Fonzie's supposed to be. But that's about it. So is there is the primary location the soda pop place? Yeah, the, the two primary locations are the Cunningham House, there and there's a kitchen living room, and then Arnold's. Are you shop. are you gonna do any like uh, message? You know the, the the high school message kind of thing in the play? Oh, like tonight after a very after, special episode. Yeah, no, that came in in the eighties actually. Okay, I was just curious. <clears throat> there's a big difference between 70 sitcoms and 80 So what's sitcoms. the what's the conflict in this? There's got to be a conflict, right? Yeah, someone's going to tear down Arnold's and put oh, up a newfangled thing yeah. called a mall. Oh, gross. And so <laughs> they, 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 they're trying to save Arnold. And okay. so Gary Marshall, cool. Gary Marshall, who created Happy Days, uh, wrote this this play. Okay. Wrote the words to it. So, you know, it's true. So he took like a best of like 13 different episodes and mixed them together. So you got the Malachi brothers who are the antagonists and... Uh, in the TV show, they had a demolition derby against Fonzie and his girlfriend Pinky. Well, here it's a wrestling match, and so lo- lots of callbacks to this. Uh, That's gonna show. be fun. So if you're a big fan of the show, you're gonna have a good time watching this. Yeah, and if you're not, because uh, here's the thing: a lot of the cast, I'm old. You know, it's been <laughs> we know. Uh, as, as we've <laughs> remarked upon many occasions. It's one thing that okay, none of us were alive in 1959 when the when Happy Days was set. 
But 98% of my cast wasn't alive in 1979 when this show was on. Okay. And so I've had to give like two different history lessons, one about the 50s and the one about the 70s, how sitcoms were set up. Because back then, it was wild. You know, Henry Winkler would walk on his fonts and he'd have to spend the next 20 seconds posing and strutting because the audience was going crazy. So That's true. I'm just not thinking about that. It makes a lot of sense. If it's in front of a live audience and you're a big fan. Yeah, and sitcoms nowadays, I, I think there's a new one called Abby's, which is the only one that's filmed in front of a studio audience. Now what they'll do is a single camera deal and they'll film it, put it on a screen, and then bring in an audience to watch the finished product and record them laughing. But uh, one thing that I kind of was thinking about with you guys doing Happy Days is y'all's character besides ensemble is already set. Like, you, you really have no freedom to really do too much. You're kind of like, yeah. oh, I got to act this well, way. Well, let's I gotta... ask them, how do you guys reconcile that? You first. You first. Okay, <laughs> Potsy, how do you reconcile that? Well, you know, when, like, a, like a month before auditions, I didn't know what Happy Days was, so my mom was like, are you, are you serious? And so she sit me down <laughs> And can you stream it right now? Like, where do you find you Happy some, Days? You got some Happy Days episodes YouTube. on YouTube. YouTube? Okay, cool. And so I watched the Halloween episode, and I was like, man, this is good. This is an awesome, you know, show. Yeah. And then I came in and did auditions, and then, yeah. Well, yeah, because it's kind of what's interesting about it, because I don't know too much about the storyline, mm -hmm. but, like, everyone knows who the Fonz is, and everyone yeah, kind yeah, of expects to act like the Fonz. Mm-hmm. And I imagine being ensemble, that's a lot of fun because you can do whatever you want. Yeah. You can, like, you can dress up, but you have to be, like, in the time zone area, for, but you can really do whatever you want. Yeah, there's a lot of freedom with the ensemble. So, you guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, uh, Marissa, let's talk about the ensemble because, uh, you know, at the beginning, when I told people, if you're on the ensemble, that doesn't mean you're not good enough to be a primary actor. In fact, frequently you'll be doing a lot more than the primary actors. Definitely, does that yeah. turn out to be true, or are you still I feel like it wanting? does. I feel like it does, because, I mean, you have the principals who, they have lines, mm -hmm. and of course you want lines, mm -hmm. but <laughs> it's, uh, in the show, we get to have the liberty of reacting however we want to what they're saying. Mm -hmm. So that's always fun. And there is the freedom that you're not tied into, you know, we have a blonde actor playing Fawn, so we got to spray his hair black. For yep. instance, you know, he's got to look the part, too. So he has some creative freedom, but not nearly as much as uh, one of the soda pot or, or a soda jerk girls or calendar girls. Well, one thing I enjoy watching plays like uh, similar to Happy Days is it's the whole entire mm -hmm. production makes up like if I liked it or not. It's not like a Shakespearean thing where there's four actors. And then that's it. Like, show me a Shakespeare show in the universe that has four actors in it. Oh, I, wasn't that one guy did did Hamlet just by himself? Oh, oh you mean like the the, the guy? Well, that was a joke from the movie Soap Dish. Well, didn't Patrick Stewart do it? A one man Hamlet. I think he did one man something. Uh, pro well, yeah. So there you go. It's called a monologue. Well, I mean, he did the whole play. I think or a soliloquy. But really what I'm trying to say is I enjoy watching stuff where it's a whole bunch of people doing things. Mm -hmm. And especially, like, I like pay attention to the people to the side if they're really into it, yeah. if they drop yeah, stuff, exactly. yeah. or if they do it, like, when they react. And it, to mm -hmm. me, that that sells the whole picture to me besides it, the one actor being really good. Yeah. It, it kind of, like, keeps everyone in, um, I guess, 
in the world. Yeah, in the yeah. world of the show. Like when Sean did uh, the Three Musketeers, I I wasn't really watching the main battle. I was watching the other people. Yeah, because yeah. it was kind of fun to see you know the six different fights going on and things like that. Mm-hmm. Well, in Musketeers, we even had a little Yorkie that we put in a little Musketeers outfit and <laughs> and people. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> but I've, I've been saying that, that, you know, someone will always be looking just at you at any given yeah. moment. Oh, yeah, that's so. me. That's me. <laughs> See, I told you guys. Yeah. So if you're shaking, you have that cup of water in your hand. I'm like, oh, look at this person. <laughs> so that means if you if you go up on a line or something, someone's going to notice. Just yeah. saying. No pressure. Anyway. So so far, y'all open. So tonight's your first full production. Came right? in front right. of first, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, people can buy tickets between uh, this Friday and all the way for three weeks. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, uh, I think we already have one show that's yeah, no, sold no, no. out. May 19th is sold out completely. Why is that? Because we're good. Okay. I don't know. Is, is that, what's May, May 19th? It's uh, Sunday. The, uh, the day we sold out. Oh, okay, cool. I just, it's kind of an odd day. <laughs> it's the day before my son's birthday, but I don't <laughs> think there's a correlation so. there. But tickets are going, uh, and I think uh, word of mouth will spread on this one, because yeah. Happy Days, is, it really is a piece of Americana. Uh, people my age, we tell our kids and our grandkids, and then they're actually liking it. And You see more and more shows happening where I've been listening to some podcasts, you know, like I listened to that West Wing podcast, and I also listened to a Battlestar Galactica one. And these are 15 years old, these shows. But because of Netflix and streaming and, and everything, they're, and their parents saying, oh, you got to watch this show, it, it's taking on a whole new life. So Happy Days could actually end it back up on Netflix any given cool. moment. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, we got to, it's 10 15, we got to get other people on it. Yeah, imagine. we're going to rotate so, people. Before, before we before y'all kick y'all off, mm-hmm. you know, tell, if the listener wants to know why should he come see or she, she or he should come see the play, but tell them why. Um, we put a lot of hard work into it and um, three months. I feel like it only feels like six months. I know it. Do, it doesn't feel that long. Uh, I'm gonna really miss everyone in this show. Yeah. We've become like a family, really. Um, like brothers. Yeah, and but I feel like it's just such a magical show. And it, when you come, I don't know. I feel, it feels it puts you in that that happy state of mind, and like you can just focus on that moment and uh, on the genre of like. Yeah, yeah, you can be in that that era again, mm-hmm. and it, it just brings it back to life and takes you away from the outside world and bring you back. Yeah. from two happy days. That's why I go to these things because I want to forget about the horrible exactly. things that happen. Oh, theater is the great escapism. Mm-hmm. What about you, Marissa? Well, I think particularly with this show, it's going to be a very immersive experience. I mean, if you think about it, the audience is a part of the show. Mm-hmm. They they play a role in it somehow. So. I think if, because we're probably going to get a lot of older folk that grew up watching the show. Thank you. I'm not calling you old. You watch You're the young show? and spry. Uh, and so since they grew up watching it, they'll be like, oh, I've seen this before. Let's see how they adapted it. Well, one thing, too, like you said, word of mouth. This seems like a, a play that most people don't know about. And when they hear about it, you're part of the part of it. People are like, yeah, I want to go spend my weekend doing that because it's a lot more fun than doing other things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So get your tickets today, OwenTheater.com. We got, uh, we're going to take a break. Mm-hmm. When we come back, who else is coming to come on with us? <coughs> we're going to have Joni. We're going to have Michelle. And Pinky. Oh, Pinky's hiding out back there. And we're going to have Pinky Tuscadero herself. Cool. You're listening to Morning's Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com. It is 10.17 right now. We're going to take a quick break. We have the cast of Happy Days, which premieres tomorrow night officially. 
to get your tickets today at owentheater.com. We'll be right back, folks. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's community radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That's Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. If you are on the computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. A Lone Star Community Radio, broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. Are you one of those who feel that life is too short to drink bad coffee? Then come to Beanpong Coffee. Beanpong Coffee is open with two locations. Whether you're in downtown Conroe or historic Montgomery, we have the best fresh brewed and specialty coffee, delicious pastries, and courteous staff. Come visit us at 330 North Main Street in Conroe or 401 College Street, Suite 170 in Montgomery. Visit beanpunkcoffee.com to see our complete list of special events. Want to check out the fastest growing sport in the world? It's right here in Conroe, Texas, and it's roller derby. Conroe Roller Derby is a nonprofit recreational league of women and men who want you to come and check out the fast-paced, hard-hitting game of roller derby. The Conroe Cutthroats practice at Rainbow Roller Rink on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays. You can find our game schedule and more information on our website, www.conroerollerderby.com. All right, welcome back. Mornings of Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com. Broadcasting live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe. It's 1020. We have the cast of Happy Days revolving door here this morning. So if you want to comment, question, just go ahead and shoot us a question and comment on YouTube and Facebook. And I'm sitting here with, uh, now we have who? who? Who's in the studio? we got even more people here. So we got Pinky, we got Joni, and we have another ensemble. So we get three lovely ladies who get to talk about not only their characters, but again with ensemble, we have... I'm Marissa's sister, Michelle, here. Michelle Roberts, who's on the ensemble. Hello. Hello. How's it going? Yeah, get right up on that. (laughs) It's going good. Cool. So i got to ask this now since I've seen a couple of the cast members. What's the average age of the cast? 12, it feels like. (laughs) Oh, stop. I'm I'm telling you. They're they're so young. Um, Probably about what? Well, for every youngster, we've got Rick Sellers. So it kind of balances out. He makes it like the median age, like 86. But, so he averaged. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, there was only, uh, see, there's only, I think, so we got Rick, myself, if you want to count myself. Uh, Cheryl, Who do you play? Uh, the band leader. Okay. Yeah, I get to be. Like the gang some, leader? No. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's right. I, I get to play the gang Is leader. Is there a gang in, this, in, the, in the show? There's a bully. A bully? And, and then you have two, a, bully. Two, a bully and two bad guys. Okay. And no, I'll be, I'll be conducting the band. Okay. So uh, we have an onstage band. And uh, so that's a lot of fun. That's how I made, make sure to keep my fingers in on the show after we open. But, uh, no, we got myself, Rick, uh, Cheryl Campbell, who plays Marion, 
uh, Howard's wife, and then Sam Sigmund, who plays Arnold. And we're the only ones who are at least over 30. We're, we're well beyond that, all of us. Everyone about that has got to be, what, mid-20s at the top. So let me ask the the actors and actresses, and when you saw auditions for A Happy Days, I imagine that's like, yeah, I want to go do that because of the availability of roles around that age. Because that's one thing I always wondered. Some people can pull off being older. Some people can pull off being younger. Mm-hmm. And if you're very lucky, you do both. But, you know, when you're trying to go audition, you're, you're kind of stuck in a rut. Yeah, you can't have a 40-year-old Richie. So. Oh, no. I mean, but, you can be you can be the Marvel superhero people, and now they're just stuck. Now they're the Marvel superhero people. They can't be anybody else, right? So, but uh, so along with uh, Michelle here, we have Hannah Gil- Gilcrease or Christ. I never asked Gilcrease. Thank you. I thought so, but yeah, you know, never presume. And she plays Joni, <laughs> as in you know, Joni loves Chachi. Okay. And uh, so, what brought you to the auditions, Hannah? Well, really, I mean, I saw the auditions and I thought I knew the show. I was like, oh, yeah, I was like, I think that'd be fun to audition. And, and uh, my mom literally saw that and said, you have to audition for Joni Cunningham. <laughs> How many parents were involved in this process? <laughs> I, I think all of them. And it was funny because I had friends that talked about it. And I was over at the Crichton talking about auditioning. And people were telling me, yeah, like, you should audition. Like, you'd make a good Joni. And I was like, okay. So I auditioned for the character. I got, And they called me back surprisingly <laughs> to play for the character. It was and here I am. <laughs> there you are. And then we've also got Lizzie Camp, who plays Fonzie's girlfriend, Pinky Tuscadero. Fonzie's old squeeze. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of people don't know that Fonzie actually had a girlfriend. Like, yeah. you know, where he actually fell in love, and they had the whole story arc where they end up not together. I mean, together. that show's been on for, that was on for so long. Ten years. I imagine they try to figure out every single plot. For each character. Well, yeah, and even in the later years, it got a little bit more silly because you got to understand that Mork and Mindy was a spinoff of Happy Days. They had an episode where Richie has a dream to where this alien named Mork shows up and tries to take over the world. And then they retconned it. After Mork and Mindy became popular, they recut the episode to where it wasn't a dream. that it Was Was Mork- Mindy in, a, in no, the dream? No. So she's made up for the show, right. not for mm-hmm. Happy Days. And Happy Days itself is a spinoff. Back in the 60s, there was a TV series called Love American Style, which is okay. a series of vignettes about love in its various forms, little five, ten-minute vignettes. And one of them was called Love in the Happy Days. And it was about this family in Milwaukee, and it, it turned into Happy Days. And then, oh, let's see, what are the spinoffs? We got Johnny Loves Chachi. There's a pinky one. What's it called again? Uh, Blansky's Beauties, uh, Out of the Blue, which actually dealt with an angel coming to help people out. And okay. uh, Marion was a tertiary character. I think there are like four or five different spinoffs. Laverne and Shirley. And uh, I don't know anything. Um, those shows don't. You never anything. heard of Laverne and Shirley? Oh I love. I mean, I've Laverne heard of the characters, but I didn't know it was like a show itself. I have yeah, no idea. It was indeed. In fact, there may even be a call out to the the theme song of that show. Okay. Yeah, you never know. So uh, Lizzie, <laughs> you know, uh, before she was cast as Pinky, oh, yeah, she was funny. my stage manager because, like last year, uh, you know, last year I, I directed Lizzie in uh, Kiss Me, Kate. She, okay. was, she was my Kate. And when I, when I was given Happy Days, uh, she I think like 12 seconds later asked if you'd be, you could be stage manager. Right? Yeah, well, originally, because I thought I was going to have a conflict to where I could not perform in the show, but I really wanted to work with Sean again, so I said, hey, could I stage manage for you? So 
And we had such great talent coming out. And that's the nice thing. I had so many people come out um, and audition to where it's hard to put people. But I was like, great, I've got a great ensemble, which I think is more important on many levels than even the main characters. Because they have to be in lockstep with each other. They have to have their dance moves down. They have to have their uh, harmonies down. And as director, you sometimes you have a vision that I could get away with a blonde Fonzie because I know I could spray his hair. But, you know, if Kane hadn't shown up, you know, I may have had to rearrange a whole different show to where my current Chachi may have been a Richie and my Richie may have been a Fonz, mm-hmm. you know. So it was very, and that's how it turned out that I had some awesome talent uh, audition for Pinky, but Lizzie had a had a voice and, and, and presence forward that we talked. It's like, if I took stage managing away from you eventually, uh, and you segued into uh, the character, could you? And we talked, she said, yeah, and I think it turned out really well. Well, one thing that I... I want to know from the from you guys is when doing plays. I imagine I've done other ones. Uh, what Happy Days to me kind of sets a tone for fun. Mm-hmm. So when you're auditioning for it, when you're you're reciting and doing all those kind of things, it's. I know I know some people take themselves very seriously, but I feel like this allows you to go a little more range of fun. Oh, absolutely! And, and especially when you go to practice and like tonight, family night, and even on opening night, it's more of like. This encompasses why a lot of people get together and spend three months together because it's so much fun. Mm-hmm. And then especially when people stand and clap and things, that's, that makes it worth it, I guess. I don't know what y'all eat when it comes to uh, approval. It's, it's copious amounts of bean punk coffee. Yeah. <laughs> so, Locations in both historic downtown Conroe and Montgomery. But so leaving Happy Days, is going to change the way y'all look at other plays? Or is this always going to be something where... When you want to be involved with productions, you're like, man, I could really do a Happy Days because that's what I want to do because I don't want to do something depressing or anything like that. Yeah. yeah, I think so. I think, like, the past three months that we've all had together, it's been the most – it's been the best experience of my life. Like, I've had so much fun. Even though it's so much work and we've worked so hard for this, like, at the end of it, just thinking about having to leave the production is so sad to me because it's, it's been such sad. a good experience. Oh, yeah, I know I'm going to cry after yeah. this show is done. Like <laughs> You're going to make me cry now. <laughs> See, now, me on the other hand, like, I, I agree, but I do like to do, like, dramas and well, I know, but stuff, so I, I, I dramas feel, are fun. I feel like if, if you're, you're going to be an actor, it's like if you're going to be – like, can you imagine doing, uh, like, those TV shows that's always real serious all the time, mm-hmm. and you're kind of like, man, I could really do a comedy every <laughs> once in a while. And that's why I feel like mm-hmm. a lot of shows that are on for that long, they're like, hey, can we do a comedy episode because – you know, I'm tired of looking at dead bodies and trying to figure out who the killer is. <laughs> oh like, can you, like, can you imagine working at, on SVU? <laughs> can you imagine working at SVU for 14 years, however long it's been on? It's yeah, like, man. Mariska, she'll tell you. She's like, I'm kind of tired of... No, like, that's why her character got promoted to captain. She didn't have to be on site for, for the death. So. <laughs> it's like criminal minds. Just like, uh, Yeah, and, and it does. And if you notice... Think about the musicals that are out there. How many are based on dramas and how many are based on comedies? And you'll find a lot more based on comedies. Uh, now, you get some serious ones. You get Ghost, the musical. Um, Miss Saigon. Miss Saigon. But, I mean, like, based on a series or a movie mm. where, uh, you know, musicals can go drama, but if you base it on existing properties, like, we want to turn a musical into something. Now, I think one of the best musicals I ever, ever saw was called Silence the Musical. And it was a musical comedy version of Silence of the Lambs. Oh, whoa, really? And, and they wrote it because <laughs> they, they, the, the playwright what? said, it seems that you can take any movie from the 1980s 
slap some songs on it and become a Broadway smash, so we're going to give it a try with the most inappropriate movie to turn into a musical. Seriously, though. And, and it's right out of the movie. There's a song called It Puts the Lotion on Its Skin. Uh, there is, uh, and it's really uh, dirty too. It's, uh, it's a really dirty. Well, it's, not, it's great Lord. morning talk. Great morning talk. What I'm saying is, is that comedy. You know, musicals are made for comedy. Even if you take a drama, you got to add comedic elements to it yeah. to engage the audience, or the audience can just only handle so much. You can only handle so much Wagner in your life before I need some Mozart. Okay. <laughs> well, ladies, tell me why should people come see y'all? Oh, it for me is just an amazing cast. We work off each other so well. And I feel like we've worked pretty hard. And even though, you know, we may be a little anxious for tonight, it's kind of like the song uh, Run, like the line, even though your knees are knocking, you're an asset to the team. And everyone does amazing. And, yeah. (laughs) I think it's just going to be absolutely so fun. I think as soon as the people enter the building, they're going to be just transported back in time. Yes. And I think the entire duration of the show is just going to be just a great two hours. I don't know how someone could leave the show and not enjoy it. Like, I think it's just going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. I would say, you know, obviously we've worked really hard and I am ready to transport people back to the 1950s. Or I guess, no, yeah, I was going to say technically the 1970s since this one the show. Yeah. Ended, but no, the 1950s. No, is that messing with the cast? Do you think that we are effectively doing two different time periods? Uh, I don't think so. I think that's the challenge, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Especially with we the dialogue. Work. You're trying to be 1950s, but then when you're you know, off the air, you're going back to 1970 dialogue. Well, Lizzie's kind of 0 for 2 with me on this one because the last play I directed her in, it was set in the 1940s, but the play within the play was set in the, the 1500s. No, not even the 1800s. This yeah. is way off. So that was another one where there were two different time periods yeah. that weren't this one that you had to represent. Yeah, that's what a lot of people were complaining about Game of Thrones. Same thing happens. You know, I think Bean Punk Coffee really missed out on a golden opportunity that they could have sponsored it. Do you think Starbucks like did a secret deal with them? Like, hey, leave the cup oh, on Game the of table. Thrones. Yeah. I was like, you're talking <laughs> about leave happy the, days. Leave the like, cup on the table, and we'll you know we'll give you ten million bucks. No, who, who's the stage manager for you guys? Well, now it's Mrs. Skippy. So Mrs. Skippy wouldn't let. <laughs> That's the, the only way I could see wouldn't her. let the coffee oh coffee God. be on the table, right? Uh, well, no, it'd be in her hand. If there's coffee, she, if I need to find my wife, just just look for the coffee. Well, overall, it sounds like Happy Days is just a fun experience. So people are listening and need a reason to go. It's it's kind of like, hey, just take it easy on a Friday night and go enjoy Happy Days. Uh, I have to agree. You, you know, as a director, you have to have a certain flavor or make certain decisions. And you can you can tell sometimes in a production where maybe the Romeo and the Juliet, this, the actors hate each other. And they could be the world's best actors, but that chemistry can act or lack thereof can actually end up on the on the stage. Yeah. And the audience, you know, this is a paying audience. They want to be transported out for a while. We're we're creating a whole new musical 1950s universe, and I try, uh, hopefully, succeed for the most part to have. You know, we're spending way more time with each other than our families. Yeah. You know, definitely. And, and seriously, <laughs> yeah. I I hadn't seen Mrs. Skippy like awake in a, a month. Um, Isn't she the stage manager? She is now. Yeah, uh, that like just happened. Yeah. As, <laughs> oh, yeah. as, as Lizzie transitioned out, it's like, hey, honey, you want to see me tonight? Yeah, great. You're stage managing the show. That's how we pulled it off. <laughs> but you have to, you know, you have to inspire them because, you know, this is a uh, volunteer theater. You, you know, community theaters volunteer. I'm not getting paid. They're not getting paid. And you have to inspire them to show up night after night and to give their their time, their energy, their resources, their uh, their skills their talent uh we've had injuries on stage and they you know they they suck it up and and eventually come back uh 
to end up, it all culminates tonight with friends and family tomorrow night okay. with our opening night. So do we have anyone else that wants to get on? Uh, Are we done? Sheila, why don't you come on and talk about uh, the fun of putting on props. Yeah, just reach over uh, Michelle here. So this is Sheila Cannon. She's our props mistress. And so so she- she's the one that watches the coffee cups. Yes, I'm in charge of the coffee cups. <laughs> yeah, uh, the props have been amazing. You know, it's been, it's kind of transported me back to go and and find these things and make sure it's period and and I've really enjoyed that. Um, and I think I think it's gonna overall. I think that what you're gonna see tonight is gonna absolutely transport you back. That's fun. Mm-hmm. I've been working on. I even got fried chicken for the show, and and you know, and it's 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 been great. So, but think about it, she's had to create. Fake pies. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, we have a budget. Well, you have, we have, you're in a soda pop shop, mm-hmm. so you got to get all that. Got to get the glass. It's one thing to have Coke bottles. You got to fill the Coke bottles. Yeah. You got to make sure the, the Coke doesn't spill on them, so you have to have straws. You have to have napkins for the napkin holder. You have to make sure that the ketchup dispenser is not empty where it falls over. Right. Uh, we have to have signs. Uh, you know, there are 3,012 little props that, you know, somebody <laughs> needs a bell here, a sign there, a bicycle here, an AM radio there. Yeah. And... You, know, you can't go out and buy these for real, so you have to construct a lot. We're creating a fake TV camera right now across right. the street. Uh, she had to create pies out of, of home insulation and empty tins mm-hmm. and magnets, so they'll stack. Uh, that I think props mistress or master has to be one of the most creative aspects of any production. It's been a challenge, but I'm up for a challenge. So. Yeah. <laughs> Plus it's fun. <laughs> yeah, it is fun. I've really enjoyed it. And I tell you, I was just telling Derek, uh, who plays Richie, um, I said, man, I'm going to miss, you know, spending so much time with you after this show. I mean, you know, you and all you guys, you know, become my kids and I get mad when I see them upset and I want to know whose butt I have to kick tonight. There you go. <laughs> yeah. There are many shows. There are some shows that you can't wait for it to be over, just a process or an ordeal or whatever. And then something yes. that really stick with you. And I think this is the one's going to stick with most, if not all of us. And I think I've become the mother hen of the show. Oh, Everybody yeah. comes to me. We love you. Mama Shishi. <laughs> we love you so much. Yeah, it's a whole new go. family mi- microcosm. There you go. Well, we're going to take a break and let people know. Uh, tickets are available, folks. There's uh, basically productions every Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then some special ones. Just visit owentheater.com for some Happy Days tickets and be wild and taken back to the 1950s. And then right after that, right? Y'all looked at me like I was wrong. Yeah, no, you're good. good. All right, good deal. You're listening to Lone Star Community Radio, Mornings of Lone Star on IRLoneStar.com. We'll be back. Business office cleaning is available in the Montgomery County area from Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. With scheduled cleaning surfaces such as floor care, window care, trash collection, restroom disinfection, and stair and elevator cleaning, Clean Sweep can service a business one time or on a regular schedule with daily, weekly, and monthly options. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning can be found online at cleansweepofficecleaning.com or by calling 832-689-7996. Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Take back your time and let us make your office shine. Mornings with Lone Star is sponsored by Clean Sweep Office Cleaning. Are you one of those who feel that life is too short to drink bad coffee? Then come to Beanfunk Coffee. Beanfunk Coffee is open with two locations. Whether you're in downtown Conroe or historic Montgomery, we have the best fresh-brewed and specialty coffee, delicious pastries, and courteous staff. Come visit us at 330 North Main Street in Conroe or 401 College Street, Suite 170 in Montgomery. Visit beanpunkcoffee.com to see our complete list of special events. 
Health Center Southeast Texas is a federally qualified health center. We accept Medicare, Medicaid, and most major private insurances. For our self-pay patients, we have a sliding scale discount program available. Our health centers have qualified providers and staff striving every day to provide the best quality of care to our patients. Services offered are family medicine, behavioral health services, telepsychiatry, and pediatrics. We have four area locations. Look at the Health Center Southeast Texas online at hcset.com. The Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service has been dedicated to educating Texans for over a century. In 1915, the Extension Program was established under the federal Smith-Lever Act to deliver university knowledge and agricultural research findings directly to the people. Ever since, AgriLife Extension Programs have addressed the emerging issues of the day, serving diverse populations across the state. Texans turn to Extension for solutions in horticulture, agriculture, 4-H and youth, and family and consumer sciences. Extension agents respond not only with answers, but also with resources and services that result in significant returns on investment to boost the economy. Join us Fridays at 1 o'clock for the AgriLife Extension Hour. Lone Star Community Radio is looking for those who are interested in hosting their own talk show with monthly and weekly slots available in Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1, and on IRLoneStar.com. Start your own podcast, create your first YouTube channel, and be on TV. Contact Lone Star Community Radio online at IRLoneStar.com or call the station message line at 936-647-3776 to take your first step into the radio world. All right, welcome back to Mornings of Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com. Broadcasting live where? On... Let's start community radio. That's right. 104.5, 106.1 on your Conroe FM dial. Yeah. Uh, on Facebook, YouTube, and streaming live on IRLoneStar.com. Uh, and special shout out to the show's partners who help us out. We have Beanpunk Coffee in Montgomery and in Conroe. And then we also have Creative Content Creation, C3Memories.com, and Clean Sweep Office Cleaning.com for all your office cleaning needs. We had the, the cast from Happy Days, some of them, which is premiering tomorrow, but tonight is Friends and Family Night, and then they're going to be on for the next three weeks, folks. Get your tickets online at owentheater.com, and uh, you're going to be taken back. How long is the show? You mean like uh, from start to finish? Yeah, like I sit down. About two... Because it's a musical, so I imagine there's... It's musical, but it's pretty fast-paced, so... uh, Act one takes like about an hour, then you get an intermission, then less than an hour. It's about... 210, 215. Well, cool. And I hope folks uh, know that we're going to be giving away tickets every weekend, mm-hmm. uh, starting with this weekend's performance. Uh, supply is limited, so basically yeah, if you're interested in winning some tickets, today is uh, Thursday. We'll choose a winner tomorrow. Just message us on our social media. It has to be a direct message, so it can't be a comment or anything. Do a direct message or uh, email us at mwls at com. And you're in the drawing for all three weeks. So if you get picked, you won't be able to, you're not eligible for the rest of the showings, but you get to choose which one that weekend that you win 
uh, but it all depends on if it's sold out or not. Right, you get two tickets to any couple, available show. I have a show. couple shows that might have been sold out. So. Right, and don't forget, this Sunday is Mother's Day, and like my mom, uh, her part of her Mother's Day gifts is to, I got her ticket to the show yeah. on Sunday because uh-huh. all the restaurants are going to be booked, you know, it's, it's something new. And believe me, moms would love yeah. Happy Days music. Well, that's one thing I, I think it's unique because I've been down here and seen the different plays. This is probably one of the few plays that I've seen that just seems to screams fun. Mm-hmm. Like it isn't like, oh, there's a one act that has like it won an Oscar and it has the actress big role. This is something to me. It's like, it's just fun. And when you go to it, you're going to sing along if you know the songs and you're just going to have a good time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's kind of rare today because of you only do six plays a season. So it's kind of like, oh, let's always choose the ones that are a drama of, comedy and of when choosing a season you know an artistic director has to walk a very yeah, high tightrope you, 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 you gotta, gotta bring, variety. you gotta put butts in the seats but you can't rely on the same old same old yeah and happy days was a bold choice i remember when they were first talking about the season i said listen i have directed this before so i know it's a fun show it's you know and anyone can come this is for the whole family yeah. there's nothing in this show that's offensive to anybody as far as i can see that's good I want to give a special shout out to Bean Punk because you know their their jukebox that they have in their store. Well, it's is that not why it's missing? That's why it's missing. It's on my stage. Man, now. it was funny as I walked in and I was like, man, I feel like like something is missing. They have a classic Wurlitzer. Now we're not talking about the old forty style with the uh, the curved top. We're talking a uh, you know big bulky nineteen uh, fifties two ton block of of uh, jukebox that was really hard to get get from beanpunk into the the theater but yeah that's the actual the literal center centerpiece of the stage okay and, you know the center of the stage and the back is, is the jukebox okay but we've had to it's funny because we open up the jukebox to check out the innards and it's all transistors and vacuum tubes it's so old and capacitors that you know like i bought new fluorescent lighting for the inside but the capacitors can't handle the new fluorescence so we're having to decorate it with additional lights on the outside uh, but it's it's just beautiful, and I want to give a shout out to Cycle Shack North, uh, the motorcycle shop just down the street. Uh, they have graciously let us have use of uh, a Honda Rebel Three Hundred, a beautiful motorcycle for Fonzie's motorcycle. Do you run it in the? It d- never gets turned on. In fact, they they wisely didn't even give me the key to it. You know, we we loaded up on a trailer, so it just it gets rolled out on the stage a few times. Uh, but it's a beautiful piece of machinery. And I hope nothing happens to it because I've just bought a motorcycle otherwise. Uh, but, yeah, it's these are the things that we do to, to try to uh, to make it as realistic for the audience. That, you know, Fonzie's on a motorcycle, for instance. We have a jukebox. It's not a cardboard jukebox. He can, you know, Fonzie can thwack it with his hand and it'll, we'll, well, music will start playing. Cool. Yeah. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited, it. too. It's, it's been, it's been a, a haul. It's been a road. Uh, and... You know, again, between cast and crew, we've got more than two dozen people involved with this. And so it's high stakes. You know, when you put on a show, even even a, a, a small show, not just thousands, tens of thousands of dollars are sunk into it with the hopes that you make up for it with ticket sales. And so people don't come. This show's just lot of, lost a lot of money, and the theater could fold. You know, so the pressure's on the director to make sure there's a quality product. And so with the cast and crew, you know, they have to be able to... It may not always have to get along with each other, but get on with the point that it doesn't affect, you know, where you hate coming in. 
and uh, you know the nights get longer. Well, that's what I'm saying. The whole tone. I don't see how you. The only reason you'd have a bad day is because something else happened outside. Yeah, sometimes that's outside it. of the play. Yeah, so. uh, and for the most part, I, I like saying you know keep the drama on the stage, and so backstage, I, you know. I put together a potluck dinner night one night. It was a Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually, I think it was Easter Sunday night, where I said, listen, come to the theater, 6 o'clock, bring a dish. You don't have to come, but if you do, bring a dish, and there's no rehearsal, no singing, no dancing, no lines. We're just going to, you know, joke around and have some fun. And I think, like, 90% of the cast and crew showed up with, with their dishes, and, man, there were some awesome dishes because it's that sense of community, of family. And this show, I think, will stick. I, I, I'm really happy. I, one of the reasons I direct is for the legacy thing. I want to pass on. Now i got a whole new generation of you know, 17, 18-year-olds who, who have experienced Happy Days for the first time, and they love it. And so they may, you know, long after I'm gone, they may turn around 20, 30, 40 years and pass so on So they're going to make like a Big Bang Theory musical? I would not be surprised. That's why, that's why I raised the whole thing about Silence the Musical, the musical version of Silence of the Lambs, because I have to agree with it that it seems that you got producers on Broadway and off Broadway who just have flipping through IMDb at random to find a movie that well, they like, could add songs to. Do they always have Phantom of the Opera every year in like New York? Uh no, it's usually right now it's on tour in Asia. In fact, we have a local actress who is actually in the tour uh playing Carlotta. And she's in Singapore right now. I don't know who Carlotta is. Uh, one, one of the the opera diva character, okay. the the one that Christine takes over for in, in the Phantom of the Opera. Okay. And uh, so, so they tour. They like so the official Phantom of the, the official Opera national has or a tour. global tour, right? So you can't go to New York next week and see Phantom of the Opera. If it happens, I don't think it's playing in New York right okay. now. I'm not sure, but you know, right now you got shows like you know Hamilton will be playing for the next forty years, and then that'll go. Well, it's already started to go on tour. Um, these are official tours. And when you have a, a big show on Broadway, they hold the rights to where no one else can put it on. Okay. And then they'll release the rights. Like, you may notice that, you, you know, next season, Mamma Mia will be put on at the Owen. Okay. There are about three or four other theaters in the Houston area also putting it on, not close to each other, because, you know, they work out, okay, you're physically too close to the theater, so they got the rights before yeah, yeah. you. You can't do it. Uh that's why Rent was so popular for a while because they released the rights. So, okay, it's not on Broadway anymore. You can that put it on. That makes sense now. Because I, I was trying to figure out, because is Happy Days considered a Broadway play? No, no. It never went on Broadway. It went off-Broadway. Like off-off-Broadway. What does that mean? Uh, Broadway is an actual... So Broadway is not like legit street? Yeah, it's Broadway Avenue. Oh, and see, that's I'm where so, a okay. lot of theaters are. I know we talked about this. I mm-hmm. didn't really understand the rules of engagement when it came to... What, it, what what classifies as Broadway? Where can you use the word Broadway? It's one of the, there's got a dozen major theaters on Broadway okay. Avenue. And that's it. Then you have Off-Broadway, which is, it may not be one of the big ones, but it's in the neighborhood and it's going to get, then you have Off-Off-Broadway. But Broadway, Broadway always means it's a musical, right? No. Okay, so it's no. just that's just the class of yeah. the play. Yeah, you hear, oh, it's a Broadway musical, which just means that's a big, you know, it's not three people playing, you know, guitar, drums, and bass. Okay. It's, it's a That musical. makes sense. Okay. Now, how many theaters are on Broadway? I think about a dozen. Okay, so those all qualify. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Okay, cool. I mean, yeah, I mean, I know actors and actresses and people care about that stuff, so. Yeah. Especially how much money they pay to go see. I don't know how much tickets are for Broadway plays. I imagine it's stupid Oh, expensive. they can, they, well, you know, people were spending, you know, offering thousands of dollars for tickets to Hamilton. But that's why Hamilton, they actually did that, that lottery. Every night, they keep the front row empty. And they would give away 
tickets by lottery for 10, 10 bucks each. And so people could have a chance to, to watch it. And then on top of that, many of the actors would come out before the show and outside for the people, like the crowds wanting to get in, entertain them with a couple of songs. And I thought that that's really cool. I think that's new. I hate buzzwords, but I think it's a new paradigm of Broadway that you well, want you guys, to bring the I know that Owen in. always has people outside. Like after the performance, sometimes the actors are outside while you're walking out. Yeah, yeah. And the Crichton, too. A lot of theaters do that where after the show, the actors will come out in the lobby. and surprised they don't put a hat down. You're <laughs> right. I'm sure that's the next step. Uh, but, yeah, that way the act, the audiences get to meet the actors. We don't have a stage door, per se, here in, in Conroe. So, you know, they'll go out in the lobby. But same thing on Broadway. Uh, the, the, the fans will go around back to the side to the stage door and camp out, and as the actors come out. And in the old days, the actors would, like, avoid that. But now they're realizing, you know, these are, these are the people that pay good money, dozens if not hundreds of dollars, to come see me. Um, they deserve five minutes of my time. Mm-hmm. And that's why I love theater. You, you, you know, I've, I've talked about it a lot. Theater is one of the few media where there's nothing separating it from the audience. There's no screen. There's no TV screen. There's no silver screen. It's, it's, you can get right up in their faces. You know, I, at one point I have the actors actually marching out in the audience and to make them part of this parade. And I, I, I think that helps the, the audience just escape for a couple of hours. Well, that's what's going to happen at Happy Days. Yeah. You can get your tickets at owentheater.com. Any closing remarks on that, Sean? Because it's kind of weird. You're like the guest. I know, you're right? Not, you're the Just, co-host. I got to say, I've had the privilege and honor to to kind of captain this ship with this crew of actors and technicians and stage okay. crew that are just have given it their all. No one has slacked off on this. And, you know, this is not a Broadway production. You, the walls may wobble. You know, the the... the Paint may still be drying on the floor tonight, but by golly, you're going to be entertained. And and the tickets, I think, are I, I think student tickets start as low as fifteen. They go up to like twenty four. For twenty four bucks, you're going to get two and a half hours of live music entertainment. Good deal. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, me too. So I'm gonna I want to check it out next week. So that's my can't that's wait me. to see you. But uh, folks, you can get tickets at owentheater.com. But if you want to win tickets, we're giving away a pair of tickets every weekend starting with this weekend, uh, to win or to enter to win, all you have to do is message us, direct message us on, on social media. That's Facebook, Twitter. Uh, and then you can also email us at MWLS at com. Your name will be entered into the drawing. And if you get picked, you get a, you have to pick a show that weekend depending on what's available. Mm-hmm. And then uh, your name will be taken out. If you want to enter and you you don't win this weekend, you're all automatically entered for next weekend. Yep. So just remember that. Uh, right now on our calendar for Mornings Lone Star, we have a guest on Tuesday at 10 o'clock. We're going to have Elizabeth Griever in. She's part of a company called Eversan Cooper. It's going to be a lot of fun. They're going to be talking about uh, she's going for Women of the Year with Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. If you didn't know, every year they do Woman of the Year, and they pretty much do a big fundraiser, and it's up to individuals to become women of the year if they do a certain type of fundraising and things like that so she'll be in talking about her uh fundraising event for that and things like that if you're interested in being a guest with sean and i we love to have you in just contact us at irlonestar.com slash mwls for different ways to contact us and uh yeah so that's pretty much it for today's show uh com for some tickets man that's going to be a lot of fun, and I'm excited about seeing it. I'm excited about relaxing. I know my parents are excited about it. You know what I'm so. excited for? 
as we fade out, you know, they did that alien production. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Well, Sigourney Weaver showed up to oh, the really? closing night. Yeah. Did you know they actually have it available on YouTube for the yeah, full deal? Yeah, I watched it. It's not that bad. Well, I'm hoping that maybe Henry Winkler will show up at ours. You never know. You never know. You never know. You listen to Warren's Lone Star, IRLoneStar.com. We'll see you guys later, uh, and enjoy your rainy weekend here in Montgomery County. Turn around, don't drown. There you go. We'll see you guys later. Thanks for checking out this episode of Mornings with Lone Star. Uh, I want to say a special shout-out to the cast of Happy Days. They are going to be performing live at the Owen Theater, folks, all the way from basically the 10th of May for three more weeks after that. So get your tickets online at owentheater.com. We're going to get also give away two tickets every week. So every weekend performance, you get to choose which one you can go to depending on seats are available. All you have to do is contact us via social media direct message or email us at uh, mwls at irlonestar.com. We have Twitter and we have Facebook, so just direct message us and you'll be entered into the drawing. We'll announce it on Friday. So uh, you kind of have to be on your toes if you win. Uh, Outside of that, we want to encourage folks to reach out to us if they want to be on the show. We changed up our format. We're doing more of a podcast feel, uh, not that many breaks, and we're just going to do hourly format. And sometimes we'll do two hours. Sometimes we'll do one, depending on who has booked their time. But really, we want to focus on guests and conversations like that. So if you're interested in being a guest uh, on Morning's Lone Star podcast, uh, just reach out to us, irlonestar.com slash mwls for all of our info to contact us and check out other shows and things like that. We do want to say a special thanks to today's partners. we got Bean Punk Coffee. We also have uh, Creative Content Creations, c3memories.com, and then, of course, cleansweepofficecleaning.com for your Montgomery County office cleaning needs. Uh, if you do uh, want to know more about what we do, irlonestar.com slash mwls. Um, enjoy your weekend, and we'll see you guys later. Thanks for checking out this show on Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. This show is owned and produced by Lone Star Community Radio and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. For more information about this show, to be a guest or to sponsor, just contact the studio at 936-647-3776 to leave a message or email us at lscrstudios at gmail.com.